0: hi guys this is the pr podcast network and we're introducing our first show called talking with faith now i'm not the host of this show uh my sister faith jennings is so i'm gonna just go ahead and let her introduce herself to you guys
1: hey guys my name is faith as you just heard um i love long romantic strolls down the coastal beaches <laughs> just another day Odd joke, but no. Um, my name is Faith, and you know, with this podcast, my goal and my aim is to just reach as many people as possible, bring some real life situations to the front, and let us sort them out, let us deal with it, and you know what? Let us move forward stronger as possible. Sorry for the stutter, by the way. This is my first time ever doing a podcast. I never realized how much I talk with my hands and move my head. So, everyone, bear with me with this first episode.
0: All right. So our first episode. So her fa- her first episode. I can't say mine because she's the host of this show. So I want to get that into both of our heads. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, her first topic she wants to do is boomer parents
1: boomer parents i think um you know for all of us who are from this genre and have our you know lovely wonderful parents and you know our reflections and all of our memories i believe it's okay to say that a lot of us may have had very similar life upbringings and as strange as it may be We kind of I think it was said a little bit earlier When we were, you know, just kind of talking It's basically like My house was yours And everybody, it just was the same Just different names
0: I say because of demographic reasons We all had the um, Kind of the same ring, the same growing up Before our listeners that may, may not know What a uh, boomer is A boomer is a person that was born between 1946 and 1964. And they are currently between the ages of 57 and 75 years old.
1: Right, mine's is 64 and (laughs) Lord, you gotta love her. Um, My father, he uh, passed in 2019 um, on Christmas Eve from heart-related issues. So that actually opened up a, a different avenue and a different chapter of my life, living life without a parent. Um, and I'll let, you know, Perry speak on his parents and how he has handled tragedy. And there we go.
0: Well, I, I mean, it kind of, right, we're going down this road. So I'm going to go ahead and go down this wormhole with you. Um, it kind of does suck uh, being without your parents after having them for so long. Like, I was 19 when my mom died. My mom died in 2006, and my dad died 2014. So, kind of been a while without them. But they were the classic black boomer parents. <laughs> um, work was more important than education. Oh, yeah. Uh, my dad, he... Uh, I think he dropped out of school when he was in the seventh grade, so he could go work on the farm. My mom had some education. She graduated high school, and I think she may have, had like, a technical degree or something like that because she was, a, um, I think, back in the day, they called them, like, well, you know, people that typed a lot in the office, like, clerical, clerical, clerical word, secretary. yeah, clerical. It's clericist the word <laughs> <laughs> clericist.
1: Now I think it's just like a clerical
0: Yeah. Clerical deep. is the genre. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay.
1: But then like being a clerical, maybe a s an assistant, being a secretary, then back then was like highly regarded. Like that was a really good job. Yeah, because we there were no
0: computers back then. So yeah. if you flubbed up on something, you had to get the white out.
1: Oh, and let me tell you this one thing about Harry's mother and I never noticed or I never really even knew until um, we were just at his house one day and I just saw this this piece of paper and I was like who the heck wrote this and he's like oh yeah my mom you know basically wrote calligraphy and I was like yeah okay um, that's weird how that's and a lost art <laughs> I'm t- oh my god but let me tell you Miss Jackie Jackie is his mom's name she had some of the most beautiful, beautiful, beautiful handwriting I've ever seen. And I write like a three-year-old boy. And to just see that somebody, I mean, it was like that old English. She took her time with the, the what is that called? Is it a felt? It's not a felt tip. Pen.
0: Yeah, it was like felt tip pens. And yeah, like, with
1: like the little feather like we see on TV. I'm telling y'all. It was like just, jeez! It was just like amazing to see. She had some beautiful writing.
0: I guess some of them boomers did have some talents that weren't. You really don't see now because technology is so far advanced mm-hmm. that like not, there's kind of no need for a calligraphist now. Yeah. Um.
1: Well, just those for tattoo. Well, not yeah. Really.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can, yeah. That's that's kind of good. though. I mean, but you have every font
1: on a computer now, though. Yeah.
0: So, but you still got to freehand it with a tattoo, though. So you know True. it is still somewhat tracing, you know, coloring the color book, tracing the lines. But still, I guess that that skill could help with there or help with that. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was a big boomer too because he couldn't read because, like I said before, mm-hmm. he dropped out of school in like seventh grade, and I don't think the grade development. I think he still went to school when like all the grades were in the same room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, but. He couldn't read, but he was a truck driver, and he got his numbers were very good to him, and they came really quick to him, so he learned the roads by the number of the state roads, which is really kind of crazy but then again, that is a boomer trait that you don't see now because everybody has g p s
1: very true, oh my god, and speaking about g p s um my dad again, like Perry's dad, my dad was a truck driver as well and Let me tell you, this man never used Garmin, never used TomTom, didn't ask Siri ever for directions. He was the atlas. When I say when I was younger, he would have stacks and stacks of atlases from different states, maybe different areas in a state. Circles, you would see little lines, you would see, you know, crossed out lines and little scribbles over here. That was because he knew where he was going. He never wrote it down. He didn't have to print it out. I don't know where I got my sense of direction from because let me tell you, even with GPS, I still get lost to this very day. Um, and it's just horrible. But like the skills that this these men and women had at this time, again, they just went unnoticed, but... It was just amazing. I mean, you had these men, our fathers, that were walking and talking atlases, could tell you anywhere about any place, could tell you how to get from your house to whatever place you were going without stuttering, without messing up. And if you were actually to do it, you would get there and quicker than any GPS could tell you.
0: Yeah, that's one of the, like I said, boomers have a lot of hidden talents. Like To me, that's a hidden talent. But also, boomers did a whole lot of other weird stuff that I think is kind of weird, but it's because the technology wasn't advanced. Like we were talking about before, like a slop jar. Oh, gosh. Yeah, a slop jar, for people that don't know, Nasty is like a portable toilet.
1: (laughs) Um, Like a portable homemade toilet, let's just say.
0: Some were different. Um, I think my mom's was like an actual metal can, but I think (laughs) your grandmother's was what?
1: Oh my gosh, so my nenes, she had a Cool Whip container and she would always have, you know, just a little piece of toilet paper down in there, I guess, to maybe not let it slosh out as she would oh, be God. taking it to the sloshing. bathroom that morning. I mean, <laughs> how else do you describe peeing in a little Cool Whip container? <laughs> She's
0: just walking down yeah. the hallway, sloshing piss in oh, Cool don't Whip don't
1: container. <laughs> uh, yeah, like it was... But I mean to me at that time it was normal so I never second thought it never looked at it different I mean
0: But wait 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 wait. Uh-huh. So she was still using a prototype slop jar and you guys had plumbing.
1: Absolutely she's always had plumbing in our in the home that we grew up in. See that's that's
0: that's different because when my mom used hers there was no plumbing. So I think your granny was just taking it because that's what she may have been used to.
1: Well, I don't think so because look at it. This is a a stage. This was this was in a time when grandmothers were appropriate ages for grandmothers.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, wait, that's condescending. How? You said appropriate. What's an appropriate age to be a grandmother?
1: Okay, so let me tell you. Let me just give you a time. Yeah, give me that. Give
0: me that rundown there.
1: So in 2002, I was 18. So by 2002, I could have technically had two kids. 2008, my mama could have been a grandmother. How how old
0: she would have been?
1: Yeah, who knows? Who's going to do that (laughs) math? In 2014, my mother would have been a great, great grandmother. So when we look at ages then versus now, There's even a big difference, if we can tell, as in just the caliber, not the caliber of person, just the.
0: um... Say what what you will. So basically what you're saying is (laughs) if if you're a grandma and you're 47, your daughter's a whore. Is that that what you're saying?
1: (laughs) If you are a grandmother. I mean there God. I have friends that are my age. <laughs> that are grandmothers. There's nothing grandm- wrong with that. Th- there no- hey, is nothing and What's wrong with that? There is absolutely nothing wrong. Get it how you get it. And if it's good, keep getting it. But I will say, growing up I was 10 and I know that my grandma, my Nini, I don't know why I keep saying grandma cuz I never called her that. But my Nini was all of 70 years old i mean when i was a teenager she was in her late 70s so for her to be using her little cool whip jar at that time hey yeah. do what you gotta so do that was
0: more that was more of a i don't want to use the word handicap age
1: appropriate like know, a,
0: that was the thing she did because like she's older yeah you know? okay i, I mean that. she was
1: born in 1914 so when we look just when we just think of 1914 and we reflect back over history and everything that she went through and endured to say that she couldn't use her cool whip bucket as her slop drawer, <laughs> hey, I'm not going to tell her no. To be like, "Oh, we got to go out and get you this specialized, you know, potty chair that will sit by your bed." I wouldn't put that woman through that that, you know, that's that's just shame. Her her portable cool whip jar could be concealed under the edge of the bed or you can put it in a chair put a little towel over it don't nobody know and that's how it should have been
0: yeah i I get that but i think we're (laughs) we're running on two different two different rims here because you're saying it because of her age and i'm saying they use this because of they had to cuz there wasn't no running water. Well, yeah, she was so, born
1: in 1914, yeah. so trust me, at one at some yeah, point in time, saying. she didn't that's have where, water. I think
0: that's where it developed developed from like Yeah. This is what we did back in the day. So, Absolutely. this is what I'm going to do now. But
1: having running water and, you know, and an electric was a privilege then.
0: But that's your grandmother. So, um
1: our mothers,
0: uh the boomers, yeah, which yeah. is our parents. Um uh, I I mean I don't I don't even know how to really explain the generational gap between our parents and us and their parents. Because I'm pretty sure there was the same sentiment, the same feelings like, Oh, they just don't understand, they just don't understand. Yeah. Uh, they're older, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. But like when I talk about things that were going on that I feel like we've lived in the same household, mm-hmm. it's like black boomer parents, you stay outside And if you come inside, you got got to stay in. (laughs) Or, you know, don't be having the door open because you're not airing all outside. Right, Right. Those are the kind of things that I feel like every black person's parent has said to
1: them. Or what about this one? Don't come out the front door. If you came in the back, you better go back out the back door.
0: That is the thing that I was thinking about when we're talking about, um, boomer parents from up north versus boomer parents from down south mm-hmm. because if you hear somebody from up north they would like what the hell are you talking about but true because people in the south are so superstitious they're like yeah so that's a superstition for the people that don't that might not understand that true. um thing like
1: if you came in the back door and you went through the house or whatever don't act like you get raised step foot off that front door it was like he said some strange premonition that if you do it that that you're gonna have bad luck. Like, things
0: that will get your ass whooped for two hundred Alex. Oh gosh.
1: <laughs> How about, let's see, moving the doily off of the edge of the couch.
0: Yeah. Did you have that? We didn't have the a doily, but
1: crocheted the, doily. We
0: had one that sat on the end table and it was like <laughs> I don't even know. It Sarged sat there. Up. It sat there so long when we moved it went we ripped it up. But oh, yeah, like you didn't touch those, you didn't move those. Uh-uh. The figurines.
1: No. You Um, just looked.
0: But I also wanted to get back into that superstition thing because that was like I guess superstition in the South was really close to religion when it comes to black people because I feel like all some of those superstitions came from like maybe slavery or whatever oppressed thing that they had going on with inside of them. Because like I remember getting an ass whooping for opening an umbrella inside the house.
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> that was a big no-no i don't know what it was about having an umbrella indoors but if you were to to seriously open it you would get and i quote your head knocked off your shoulders that's just saying it in the polite way <laughs> um but i don't know they did have some very strange strange things like they really meant it like if a black cat crossed your path mm
0: don't split poles.
1: No, and you know to this day I still have a problem with that.
0: Don't walk underneath <laughs> ladders.
1: Don't walk on cracks.
0: What's another one?
1: Let's oh, look at one? more. if you get married and it's raining, you're gonna have a sloppy, sloppy wife. wife. Or if oh. it's raining
0: and it's sun shining, <laughs> the devil's beating his wife.
1: Yeah. Or how about when it was when it was raining and it was thundering, God was crying. Did you well, hear that one? Well,
0: no, I didn't have that one, but I know there's one in the South that we all had that if it's thundering and lightning, <laughs> God is doing his work. So we're going to turn off all the lights. We're going <laughs> to unplug the TV from the TV, uh, from the electricity. We're going to unplug the phone and we're all going to sit in the middle of the floor and don't say shit because God's working. <laughs>
1: you had that i did not we didn't unplug nothing you better unplug that phone no, get off that phone we wasn't in the middle of the floor like sit down and hirsch i didn't we didn't get that <laughs> oh but we did have the hirsch but we didn't we didn't get that when it was like the guys rant. doing
0: I mean, guys working y'all sit down and hirsch all that noise man, just...
1: <laughs> we'll see how okay well i don't know
0: and the other thing too is funny because we're like we're in the mix between the boomers and like our grandparents' age, so which is really funny to me. Um
1: And we ba- I think we're jumping back, back and, and forth, forth which yeah. is which but I I it's mean is growing up. Yeah, growing like up this black. is how we grew up. Like <laughs> we knew we didn't have to have curfews, we didn't have to have our parents call us on a cell phone. What was a cell phone? Didn't have a cell phone. We knew that when that damn street light came on, you better have your a double s inside or on the porch. You better be home.
0: That's a technical boomer calling card. Yes, because that was parenting. Like
1: one hundred. It's, it's, it's.
0: I will say it was good for this because it makes you aware mm-hmm. of you know tying the situation um, instead of just like picking,
1: accountability. Yeah,
0: picking up a phone and saying, "Hey, it's time to come home." You actually had to watch and see, like, "Oh yeah, yeah the streetlight's on. I got to go." So,
1: and therefore, you made sure you was where you could be. Or, excuse me, you were where you should have been because they also knew, okay, if you're down the street, it only takes you three minutes to walk up the hill. So, where was you? Because it took you 15.
0: Yeah, yeah. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that's just what I grew up in. Um, But I also had the same... Well, not my mom, but my again, my nini. She would walk me to the bus step every morning or bus stop every morning. Did you have oh, that?
0: I didn't get all that. My no. mom went to work. That's all I said. And, and then boomer parenting was a mix between going to work every day with minimal supervision. <laughs> like,
1: but we knew what I we was supposed to do.
0: After my sister went to the air force, like, I, I thinking about how much I was by myself or mm-hmm. how much I was like just out in the World, like it was. It's kind of crazy to me because I look at my kids and I'm like, "There's no way in hell, right? I could leave them at home. They they might survive, but I wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel comfortable leaving them at home from 7 a.m. in the morning until 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, that's just a long time. And then you said it before, like there was no cell phones. Mm -mm. I mean, at one point, my parents got a pager. But they had pay you, not <laughs> right, me. Right. So it's like, I don't know. I guess that's why I got some of my separation anxiety from that I have now. Because being left alone Yeah. all that time, you're like, you know, I used to remember getting, uh, I don't know, yeah, some separation anxiety when they would get, leave for work in the summer months. Because I knew I was going to be home all day by myself. But guess what? I had I fed myself. Um, nothing got broke. Nothing got burnt down. I went outside and played. Right. It just it's a different time.
1: Well, I think with me, I think uh the difference that you and I even may have had was, you know, at that time, yes, my mom was a working single mother. My father, he lived in Columbus, but the luxury I had was a retired Nini who was at home twenty four seven. So When my mom had to go to work, I went to my nini's house. Now, I want you to understand and realize I say I went to my nini's house. My nini is my father's mother. My granny is my mother's mother. I spent 90.9% of my time with my nini. My mom had to work. She had bills she had to take care of. So... It wasn't often that I was left alone. Um, And the few times that I did, you know what? I I warmed it up. I did what I was supposed to do. I learned how to cook, why? Because I sit in the kitchen and I watch my nini, I watch my mom as they cook. So at the age of 11, I was cooking whole dinners, fried chicken, fried pork chops, macaroni and cheese, cornbread and a vegetable, tell me who? can do it now
0: not i see that's where you got me beat at because i guess i don't (laughs) want to be sexist and say because i'm a boy or i'm a man or i was a boy child because that seems kind of sexist but i didn't i didn't have the experience Uh, i would get hungry and i would open up a cold ass can of corn and just eat it and drink the juice and go about my way (laughs) like i didn't have i just Mm -mm. i didn't have time to like I didn't, it just seems like a lot of work, man, for a nine-year-old to be in there on the stove cooking a damn pork chop with green beans and mashed potatoes.
1: At that time, I enjoyed it. At that time, like, knowing that my mama was going to come home and eat what I made. Now, let me just say, not every time was it perfect. In chops, yeah, might have been a little underdone i didn't know (laughs) you gave yourself salmonella right
0: mama my stomach hurt (laughs) right
1: and you know she would she would be like okay here let's put this you know back in the grease for a little bit or they might have been a little you know crisp
0: but it's nice that she took the time to to teach
1: yeah they did they they actually they both did like i had that luxury not everybody has that luxury to be able to sit and watch your parents prepare a meal, but I also was a child. I never, never, never until I moved out on my own. Never got a bowl of cereal for breakfast. Never. We always had a hot breakfast, and when I say a hot breakfast, that was eggs, bacon, toast. You had your small glass of orange juice, and then you had a you had some milk. Like we. My grandmother always, my excuse me, my nini, I don't know why I keep saying that, my nini always made breakfast, lunch, dinner. We didn't have, I used to beg for a kid cuisine. You know, you remember those?
0: Those are gross.
1: I don't care. I always wanted a kid cuisine. And when I got it, I just wanted the little brownie that be in the middle. And sometimes some of the corn spilt over into the brownie. You remember that?
0: Dude, those things are so nasty. No,
1: they You're talking about the blue the blue kid cuisine. Yes. They were
0: freaking I wanted
1: the pizza one with the corn and the brownie. And I wanted the corn to spill out into the brownie. And as it baked in the microwave, I just was I was elated. Like I mean that's
0: extremely descriptive. (laughs) (laughs) Look,
1: do they still make them?
0: I don't know. Yeah, I think they do with the penguin on it. Heck, I don't know. Dude, just it's like
1: possum food. meat in there. That's
0: well, like the most processed. I don't think they even can process food. I think it's illegal to make those now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the no, most. No, they got Banquet, so that can't
1: be that bad. Banquet
0: probably had to change their ways because some of those TV dinners were outrageously gross.
1: Well, look, for remember, a kid that never got it often, I thoroughly,
0: well, I, thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, parents don't work all the time. Of course i had my shared tv meals my my right. fair share of them yeah and uh the banquets were okay the banquets were okay but the one i used to freaking hate and now that i'm an adult i eat it i don't even know why but when i was a kid it tasted like dog meat it was a sabre steaks one?
1: Oh god you know uh, me too god, freaking gross i did not start eating that until like a about eight years you, ago. You have
0: to be an adult to like that you shit. You do. Because <laughs> when you're a kid, you're like, "Oh, this is dog food."
1: And I never could understand why, like, people would take the meat out and put it on a bread and make a Salisbury steak Ugh, sandwich. God.
0: <laughs> and what the the one thing that I think I didn't like it because I think I got a little bit of that was that typhobia. You know how that shit used to look <laughs> with all those holes in it? Yes. Like, I didn't want to. I didn't want to put that in my mouth. know. It just wasn't. The gravy was good and the potatoes was good. Yeah, but then then I had to get a whooping because I didn't eat the meat part. You <laughs> was wasting money, man. Wasting food. You what I didn't that like
1: meat. was those rib looking ones. The Gross. Fake too. Little riblet thing.
0: And that guys like you start to eat it and you got that hard Mm-mm. piece of ball thing that's in there Mm -mm. and it's freaking gross Mm -mm.
1: (laughs) but see I didn't get to experiment with this as a kid I got this as a as a late almost you know well a late teenager almost you know 20 year old before I got to experience that so I mean everything that I ate was basically grown out of my nini's garden canned and I can't even remember having to open a can of green giant green beans putting it in a pot we went in there and got the mason jar and... that's
0: that's the two different um i think our two different upbringings because my mom wasn't a real big cooker she cooked on sundays and but and this is another one of my problems now because i developed these habits as a kid is going out to eat all the time because that's what we did
1: yeah I have a bad habit of that, and I don't know that's, where that's, I got
0: that. No, that's literally what I did. Like, my mom would give me $5 and tell me to walk to Wendy's. And it's, 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 it's Wednesday night at 7.30 on a school night. Mom, I'm hungry. Oh, you hungry? Yeah. Here's $5. Walk to Wendy's and get you some food.
1: Oh, my gosh. Like,
0: it sound, <laughs> it's It's as bad as it sounds. I'm not even going to cry. I should not cut that. That's pretty... Um,
1: That was, yeah. That's
0: pretty... And yeah. this was a... F- probably four to five times out of a month situation. Unless she oh didn't gosh. have the $5 to give. Then, just, you know, it's... Go find something. or uh, Go... Like, my sister did most of the majority of the cooking when we were growing up. Even, like, to the adults, like, she cooked a lot. And so when she went to the Air Force... That luxury was kind of gone, so it was just a, I don't know, just a different way of life, but I guess when we parallel our lives like me and you, like you had the the grandma and the parents that like love cooking and grew stuff out of the garden, and my mom just liked to go out to eat, and she liked to buy food, and she liked to shop, and that I think that was part of her shopping was going out to eat all the time,
1: so. And see, and I would have, I think I really, as a child, I think I would have enjoyed that, but you know i can't necessarily say because i don't know that was something i didn't really get to experience um very seldom did my mom and i go out you know if she was if she wasn't working and we were spending time together we were mainly at the house I don't remember ever really going out doing anything that I wanted to do. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> that's part of it. Yeah, it was that's never really it. anything I wanted fun, to do. If we're gonna have fun, it's either gonna be ran <laughs> to the church. Yeah, it's either gonna be like I was talking with uh, another friend about that. Like man, our we didn't really anywhere fun unless our parents wanted to do that shit.
1: Right. Like and and it still really wasn't that fun because it wasn't what you wanted to do. Like my mom didn't like swimming. I love the pool luckily you know as a child she got me swim lessons because she knew she would never be able to teach me but did i ever get to have a pool party no i wanted one
0: you wanted a pool party but she didn't like the weather so you wasn't getting one wasn't getting one yeah yeah wasn't getting <laughs> one
1: but i tell you what we would get we would go up to her friend's house and i'd sit there with my hand on my
0: for your birthday arm. for your birthday well not necessarily my birthday because that's black culture it was everybody get all the adults get together for and, your birthday yeah, and then and at, get the toe end, up. at the end of your birthday party, all the adults are partying.
1: Yeah. And they having a good time <laughs> and you sitting there like, damn, I want to go home. Go I home. wanted to
0: go home.
1: I hated it.
0: They done grilled out all the food.
1: Hated it. And I know good and damn well, we wasn't going <laughs> to have no, you know, after all this grilled up food was gone, what are we going to eat next week? So um, like those were questions, like these were legit real questions, because you know, mama, my mom was the one that would go buy up every single meat she could possibly afford and grill cook it all it off on
0: same night.
1: Every single thing you even grilled
0: on on a Friday. It is now Thursday of the next week, and you still eating burnt hot still, dogs. Still,
1: <laughs> oh my god, then pork chops would be so tough. By that time, oh my God! Can you imagine? Did you you had to do the thing where you
0: had to put the you had to put the cup of water in the microwave
1: so we warmed it up? Just to give it some moisture. (laughs) I'm telling you, oh my gosh! But that was only with my mom. Now look, with my nini, she did her barbecue in in the oven. wasn't no grill, wasn't no her barbecue (laughs) was in the oven. Sorry, I'm still laughing about putting that cup of water in the microwave. Or what about like when the macaroni was a little crunchy on the top?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's I mean leftovers was leftovers. That's why I hate leftovers now.
1: Yeah, you used to like, waste a lot of food. It
0: tastes like refrigerator. I don't like anything that tastes like
1: refrigerator. I rather enjoy leftovers, so that's no, just you. I'm
0: good on that. Also, that was another thing like boomers and money, especially poor <laughs> boomers, because they didn't have a lot. Yeah. So when I got it they spent it. They spent it gone. And, and that's just, I guess that's a habit that, I mean, I know I picked up some. I mean, I think I did better than my mom. But this is like, you would get your birthday money and, uh, you know, whatever you got for your birthday, which probably, you know, you probably had about $10, $15. So you just can't wait to go to the store. And my parents wasn't like, hey, you know what? You should save. <laughs> the $15 And she get another $15 So like you could buy You know A bigger item A bigger item Right No I go to a dollar store And cash out $15 on one item <laughs> Like not It's the dollar store I could've got I'm not talking about like Dollar Tree I'm talking about yeah. Dollar General
1: Not no, And ain't the, nothing in there Dollar the,
0: the yellow joints Yeah So I cash out my 15 And I got a truck With sirens on it For the 15 I'm just like, looking back on that, like, man, I should have saved them $15 and went to Walmart <laughs> and got me something that was going to last two or three months instead of getting that Dollar General toy that's going to last about a week and a half for a some week. reason. I don't know who will be making them Dollar General toys because they'd be <laughs> weak in the motherfuckers. <all. laughs> they get you.
1: They get you. But at least you didn't have the parents that knew you had birthday money and Let's take your 15, for example, and told you they need a 10 for the electric.
0: Yeah. You yeah. Know? Oh. Yeah. Or or let me get that $5 because I need pack cigarettes. Well. Go, hey, come, hold on. <clears throat> come here, boy. You still got some at birthday month? <laughs> <laughs> Say it again? Get, get, birthday month. Give <laughs> your mama $5. I need some cigarettes. Oh, my god! Actually, here. I'm going to give you this note. And you take it up uh, to the store.
1: <laughs> my god, Yes. And,
0: and you get me the cigarettes yep. and bring it back to me. Hold now, on, wait a minute, mama. Now let's think about this. I got to give you 5 of my good birthday dollars. 5 of them. That I'm only going to get once a year. One time. <laughs> <laughs> then I got to walk to the store. Oh my gosh. <laughs> for you <laughs> with my 5 dollars
1: <laughs> and bring you back something <laughs> for you. Oh my and it's my God. birthday. What the hell is wrong with you? It did not matter. Yeah, but hold on. Did she ever say, let me get the $5 and whatever's left gets you something? Bruh.
0: <laughs> it's my $5. I should be able to you get...
1: Spend the whole 5 The whole
0: 5 But no, you need to pack a Saratoga 120. <laughs> oh my so, God. Uh, so now, I can't go to uh the Dollar General.
1: No, I only got $10 nothing. now. You nothing. know you can't buy shit now for $10. Well, and you better hope that a bill don't come up because then you got you gonna get got for that ten dollars. You gonna get and it'd got. be like, Oh, I'll pay you back when I get paid. And then you ask for that money never... back and get punched in your face oh, my... or get a look like, did you just ask me for some money back? Oh, Who I are had the you?
0: conversation. Mama, you know you owe me I owe you. I bet you, you got smacked. What the, what the I
1: owe you? <laughs> <laughs> I bought you into this world. Man, and what listen. I'll
0: take you out. Them boomers think that the necessities of life was extra special. <laughs> don't I feed you? Like, yeah, I have to eat. I didn't ask to be born. <laughs> I just woke up hungry one day. Like, oh don't you got a roof over your head? Uh, Yeah, but <laughs> like, where would you be living if I wasn't here? You would still have a roof over your head. Very true. I mean, I know it's not free. I know you work for it. I understand those things. But the necessities of life yeah. shouldn't be... uh. I don't think that should be considered a, a luxury or something that is a gift for yeah. me. Like, you want a toy? Oh, or I go to Walmart. Mama, can you buy me this wrestler or whatever kind of toy I want? Do you want this wrestler or do you want lights? Like, obviously... Still want the wrestler. <laughs> yeah, like, I would say I want the wrestler. And at the time, I'm really not even understanding that lights right. lights got to be paid. Right. I just thought lights came on.
1: So if you did say... I want the wrestler then you uh, going yeah. you know that ain't that ain't going to fly anyways and see well that didn't really happen to me often um, now don't get me wrong we was poor sometimes i don't know how rent got paid don't know how a light stayed on we was poor some days you know it might not have been what you wanted in the fridge or either, even in the the freezer sometimes it was questionable Sometimes you got off the school bus, you came home, it was hot in the house, wasn't no air, wasn't no electric, because that shit then got turned off. Life was real. It's how it worked. Yeah. But I think the difference for me was even though mama was working, I always had some good fallbacks. I had my nini, and then I had my dad. At that time, dad was doing amazing booming business had everything that he wanted and so I guess this became my problem because I thought that he owed me something Mm. so I felt like I knew a little bit at this time I was in middle school around this age I knew a little bit that I knew kind of what child support was so I made up my own thing about I want child support and I know he had to be like, what the hell is wrong with this girl? Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie. He gave me every single thing I wanted, which is why I was so ungrateful. Everything. The,
0: the, the listeners don't know about uh, your story, I guess. So you should kind of break that down. On Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, let me tell you. Okay. So my dad had his own trucking business. Um, my mom, she had random odd jobs. And you know, would work until she got a better job or whatever. But I had the best of both worlds because I could play on the pity of my dad, like, yeah, mama just needs help paying rent, you know. Rent at that time was four fifty, two bedroom. She just needs help, daddy. He sent he Western Union me some money. And I think I was like the only kid at that time. That can go to Kroger, fill out their little Western Union paper, show their ID, and get eight or nine hundred dollars. Now, and I also had the type of mama that would let me carry this around, not just like around in the house. I mean, around in my purse at school. I don't know why. Why the hell did you have the rent money at school? <laughs> I don't. I don't know why.
0: This mug was at the book fair balling, boy. Oh I my got nine hundred of these things, boy. I buy all y'all here. No,
1: see, yeah. Oh my god, that used to be my word. Like,
0: <laughs> I buy all it y'all.
1: It was horrible, but like, I mean, it just made me so ungrateful. So, I mean, I literally thought that you know I would always get this question: Do you think money grows on trees? And I think at one point in time, I was so naive. Yeah, I really thought money grew on damn trees, like. I had no respect of what a person had to do to get that. Like, I knew my mama worked. I knew my daddy had a business. But I didn't realize that they put blood, sweat, and tears into what they did. They worked their asses off, you know? Yeah. My dad, I saw him, what, a few times a year? That was Christmas. He come to Nini's. Um, Easter, because whose daddy wasn't around for Easter? And... My bio dad,
0: he was
1: well,
0: he he, yeah, he, he, he was not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn, trauma laugh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Oh my god! Well, they can't see me because I just looked at the at the carpet, shaking my head. But you know, like even, I mean, he might have came around if it was a good funeral, like a good person. He he might have like created some time to come to a funeral, Uh and you know what? Sometimes birthdays were hit or miss. Miss, and this is how the birthday thing would pan out for me. I would always plan and throw my own damn party. I would tell my mama what I was gonna do.
0: Till this day.
1: To, no, <laughs> no. Till this day. No, not to this day, because I have, I have, I have grown up a lot. <laughs> but I was the only part person that would have these parties like pretty cool parties and wouldn't have fun I would have parties because I knew this is what people like to do even though I didn't necessarily like it like at the at this time the the thing was to rent the YMCA and have you a a a get a dance party I mean not dancing in the terms of what they call a dance party today but If you are around our ages, you know, back in that day is when you could actually kind of turn around and that's when you put your butt up against somebody and somebody would come, "Uh uh-uh, no, turn it around because that's not appropriate. But these is when, you know, you kind of sneak on the wall and sometimes a a girl would come and work you before an adult saw you because then she going to get in trouble and you are too. But, you know, these were parties that were supposed to be fun. I never really had fun. I didn't realize I didn't even like it. I just wanted everybody else to have fun. Um, fun to me at that time. I still can't really tell you what it was, but you know, that's just how it worked with me. Um, sadly, but true. I was an ungrateful, probably 90% unpleasant little kid at that time. Um, and it spilled over into my teenage years, which The amounts that I then started asking for probably got more and more each and every time. I know it just, it was, it was not okay. I know it was not okay.
0: But looking back on that now, you can, I guess, appreciate it and learn from some of those.
1: Because, like, for real, he didn't have to do what he did. Like, he could give, like, a lot of fathers then and now. Well only if the if the judge tell you your child support is a hundred dollars, he only gonna pay you a hundred dollars and nothing else and you bet not even if you ask, he ain't gonna give you nothing else. But I can say each and every time, like, man That's the
0: difference between having a father yeah. and a
1: dad. He showed up.
0: I guess we'll uh, well we'll have to figure out what topic uh Faith wants to hit on her next episode. Of talking with Faith. Yeah. But we're definitely at our minute mark, guys. And if you're <laughs> listening here, we appreciate you listening. Uh, Faith's gonna have to do her own closeout. I'm not gonna close her show out.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, again, this was my first podcast ever, guys. I really appreciate you all taking the time out. And we were just talking back and forth, and I jump a lot, but thank you all so much for taking the time to listen. Uh, we're going to have some pretty amazing people coming up and we're going to have some pretty great conversations coming up. So hit the follow button, hit the like button, share, 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 and know that we're going to have some amazing content. Who knows? You could be up next.